being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air yeah. And the screams from everywhere yeah. I'm addicted to the truth It's a dangerous Stop. love affair Can't be scared when nickels down Got a problem, tell me Stop. now Only thing that's on my mind Is who gon' run this town tonight Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Quantum Last and the Sometimes Rich Sports Show giving you guys this Tuesday, 420, beautiful day outside here in D.C. I'm hosting the show. Yep, this is me, sometimes Rich, Coach B, in other words. Kwame's at the airport. He's just flying somewhere. I don't know where he's flying, people, but he's flying somewhere. It is what it is. I'm waiting on Ken from ATL to call in. Can't wait yet. Need you to call in, but, hey, first thing is first, man. Very fun weekend for me this weekend. Went out to... We had a place in Southern Maryland called the Tiki Bar. We had a Tiki Bar opening this weekend, so I went out and hung out with some friends, my little brother and some other friends, and kicked it and had a lot of fun. Um, but, hey, first thing is first. Let's talk about Donovan McNabb encourages the Washington Redskins to consider signing Terrell Owens. 2004, 2005, these guys played, for, played with each other in Philadelphia. And um, when T.O. came to, to the Philadelphia Eagles, it was instant Super Bowl, and everybody knew it. Um, that's all Donovan had missed was that was his first time he had ever had a marquee receiver. Uh, but yet, there he goes. He makes it. Uh, he's asking the Washington Redskins coach, Mike Shanahan, um, Daniel Snyder, to sign T.O. Don't understand it. If you guys have any questions, want to call in, please call in. Keep me company because I don't know who my other two people are. 888-346-9144. Um, again, this is the Kwame Lasseter and sometimes Rich Sports Show. Um, Call it, call in, and give me some input, and tell me what you think about this. Donovan McNabb encourages the Washington Redskins to sign Terrell Owens. The Washington Redskins have made a lot of bad signings in the last few years, including last year with the signing of a hundred million dollar man, Albert Hainsworth, who really doesn't want to be there. But you know, bringing in Donovan with a trade from Philadelphia, still having Jason Campbell on the contract, trying to get rid of him, trade him, um, and bringing in To to me. Uh, and push the Redskins in the playoffs. As much as I can't stand the Redskins, if they sign T.O. Uh, with the running back situation with Clinton Porters, L.J., and Willie Parker, with T.O. coming in to play uh, number one receiver, um, I think with Chris, Chris Cooley, um, Santana Moss, um, I think that you know the Washington Redskins would probably be one of the top three teams in the NFC East um, or the top five teams in the NFC this year. I just think it, I think it can't happen um, with the if they sign T.O. But from what Mike Shanahan is saying, Mike Shanahan is saying actually that he doesn't want to sign. He they're not they wasn't actively pursuing signing T.O. So, um, but you know what? It is what it is, and we'll see. We'll keep our eyes and ears open to see what happens if the Redskins sign T.O. So let's hope he does. So. Uh, other than that, I'm waiting on Kwame to call in. He's at the airport, folks. I don't know what he's doing at the airport, where he's going. But he needs to get away from the airport and call in. Um, 
so that's what's going on. Oh, Roger Goodell said that um, Ben Roethlisberger did violate uh, the um, the player conduct rule, and also Roger Goodell announced that Week 17 will all be divisional games. I say that's a first for the National Football League to have all divisional games on Week 17. Week 17 is normally the week where you have the top six teams, top seven teams in the league, top six teams actually in each division. Um, usually that's known. Bottom three teams, are, that's when their playoff position is decided in week, week 17. So we'll see what happens. Keep our, again, keep our eyes and ears open to see what happens with the, um, with the, um, uh, with the division rankings in um, week 17 coming up to the 2010 season. So Thursday night, 7 p.m., ESPN, NFL Draft. That's the big topic for today. Um, we got a lot of people. Uh, we got myself. We got Kwame. We got Ken. We did our research on what we think people are going to do and what their needs are. And we, this whole show was predominantly all about the NFL draft. Um, but since they're not on yet, I'm going to talk about what I want to talk about because it's my show right now. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm doing. Last night's game, playoffs, Cleveland, Chicago. You know, your team uh, was Joquan Noah said some disparaging things about Cleveland and said he hated the city. Didn't like being there, wakes up, doesn't go out to the hotel because the city looked like nothing but an industrial place. Uh, so, you know, but yeah, last night up until, you know, probably like five and five minutes left in the fourth quarter, it was Chicago and, 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 and Cleveland. I think it was 19 different, um, 19, 19 different lead changes up until that point. And then Cleveland, LeBron James hitting a couple of trays, taking them down south and, just, you know, LeBron took the game over. You know, Mo came in and did his thing. And then there was a kid, uh, Moon, Bad Moon Rising, came off the bench and had a very good game for the for the Cavaliers. So at this point in time, it's just we're just trying to find out, you know, are the Cavaliers going to make it to the finals? Are they going to be able to get through um, Chicago? Can Chicago come back and win four in a row? I doubt it. I hope they can at least put them to game, game five or game six. Chicago's a very good team, very young team. You know, they're still playing good, even though with the surrounding drama between John Paxton and Vinny Del Negro, who actually Negro, Negro, Vinny Del Negro used to play for the Bulls back in the day, and so was John Paxton on those championship teams with Michael Jordan. Um, so that being said, you know, things are happening. The playoffs, Carmelo Anthony last night, and the Denver Nuggets played the Utah Jazz last night, and that was a pretty good game from me sitting there watching it. I didn't think that Camelo, um, uh, I think, think Melo played a bad game. I do think he could have played a better game than what he played. But then again, you know, it's week two, and, you know, again, George Carl is not there. You know, and then Melo not playing the way he's supposed to play, not playing the way he should have played last night. 32 points, six rebounds, four, six, three steals, you know, the player of the game to me right now, after the you know watching the game last night, was Darren Williams. Darren Williams, 33 points, two rebounds, 14 assists, one steal, and one block shot from the point guard. He went out. I think it was like maybe four minutes left in the second quarter with a uh, he tweaked his ankle, I think it was, or something like that. But in other words, he had a good game. Um, they they came back and even the series up one and one with. Um, the Utah, Utah Jazz came back and um, 
even the series up with the Denver Nuggets one and one. So we'll see. Keep our eyes on that. Um, tonight's game is going to be a real. Tonight's game is what you know. I want to see Kobe Bryant and. Kobe Bryant, what's your boy name? Um, Brian Artest against Kevin Durant and the uh, uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, which to me right now, you know, they're playing some good basketball. It's going to be really nice to see if if uh, they can win one or two games from the Lakers. That'll be really nice to see. Uh, but again, you know, if they keep playing the way they're playing. That might happen. So still waiting on Kwame and Ken from the ATL to call in. Hadn't seen them or talked to them um, or what's going on. Kwame texted me this morning. still waiting to find out. KG suspended for tonight's game. That's going to be a good one. I don't know if uh, you know Miami Boston at 8 p.m. tonight. Can Miami win one with KG not, KG not being there? Well, Mike, well, Dwayne Wade, my MVP, as everybody say, Kwame say my MVP, can he, can he push the Miami Heat past the Boston Celtics in Boston in Beantown tonight? You got Oklahoma City and the Lakers playing at 10.30 Eastern time, 7.30 West Coast time. You got Portland playing Phoenix tonight. That's a good series. Marcus Camby with the Portland Trailblazers working on the contract extension right now. You got, you know, Grant Hill. Grant, how old was Grant Hill? About 70, 75? Grant Hill played basketball at South Lakes here in Virginia when I played basketball So at Mount Vernon. So I know it's been a long time. He's been playing for a minute. But, you know, they play Phoenix tonight. Phoenix from Portland play tonight. And then Milwaukee, Atlanta. Atlanta is a team, to me, that is the, pretty much the team to beat in the first um, couple of rounds. If you want to win the, the Eastern Conference, you don't have to go through Atlanta. I really believe that. I think that team is doing some um, really good things. They have a young team, probably one of the youngest teams in the NBA. And I think that they are maybe one, maybe one year, maybe two years away from the NBA Finals. I just believe that. I think that, you know, they keep that nucleus together. I think they're going to be very successful. So just got my little thing from my, my producer. I got four minutes to a break. Again, guys, if you have anything to say, call in. Please keep me company, one 346 9144 It would be nice to have some kind of help on this thing today, somebody to talk to. I don't know what my two cohorts are, but it is what it is. They're always leaving me high and dry. They talked bad about me two weeks ago, and I didn't, couldn't be online. And here I am today, and neither one of them here, and I'm going to talk bad about both of them. So um, let's talk about some other, in a, some other sports news. Uh, besides the NFL one, week 17, have divisional games. That way they don't sit their star players, and everybody has to, to play. And that way the fans who pay for tickets, get their money's worth, and that's the whole key. With Roger Goodell being the commissioner, it's all about the fans. It's all about uh, less about the teams, more so about the fans, you know, and how the media and how society detects the players. Because I personally believe that, you know, Goodell is doing a great job of, of policing what's going on with these NFL teams and these NFL players who act like, they don't have any common sense um, what's going on. Hey, I heard my boy Ray Ellis coach is on P. the line. What's going on, Coach? What's up, Ray? Thanks, man, for saving me, baby. Hey, man, you know, I always save you, man, but you know, you and I got to disagree on this thing. Now, you, you know what you just said about Roger Goodell 
you know that that is just a fraction. I just had a show last week uh-huh. with, a, with, with a young man up in Philadelphia doing an outstanding job, Deshaun Jackson. He lost his father to pancreatic cancer. He started his own foundation. Other than Voice America Sports, did you hear about that anywhere? No. So why? So you know the antics of those very few covers up for all the good stuff that the other guys are doing. It's probably a fraction of a percentage of the league of players that get in trouble. But you hear about that all the time. No, but you got to understand something. I mean, we're two minutes from break. That you know, it's it's in everything. Okay, right. Growing up, we have. Straight A's on our report card, but if we smacked somebody in school and got suspended, did we get any credit for our straight A's on our report card? I agree with you, and that's not that's not right. It's not right, but that's how that's how it is. They don't care what these athletes do positive. Well, let me. They don't ask care you. what Tiger does positive, what T.O. does positive, what Donovan does. They don't care about that. The media doesn't care about. It. Well, so some people in society don't care about it. It's the fact of the fact that they do negative stuff. Let's let's shout. Let's go on that like everyday news well let me ask you something coach are you telling me that a feel-good story couldn't sell just as many tickets as you know the rough riders oh i believe a feel-good story can sell more tickets than the rough i got one minute to break can, can sell more tickets than uh a bad story but again it's not what they want to portray not what they want to throw out there but why? If it's your brand and you control the media, you own the NFL network, why not bring some positive stories to the public, to your fans? That is true. If I wish I could, if I, had, if I, was, if I was ABC and I owned NFL network, oh, there's the music. Hey, okay, we'll be right back in two minutes. Uh, call in 1-888-346-9144. Give us your insights. I got the super producer, Ray Ellis, on the line. Hang out with me for a little bit because the other two busters aren't here. So we'll be back in two minutes. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Are you ready for a fresh, candid, and entertaining look at sports? It's time for a radio show that doesn't tackle sports like everyone else. Join former NFL player Nick Murphy for Murphy's Law. Hear it directly from your favorite pro and collegiate athletes, coaches, and media personalities as they dissect what's going on in the world of sports. It's sports, entertainment, and fun, and it's all part of Murphy's Law. Tune in Friday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's Hot Topics. It's all Arizona, all over the world. If you're a local Arizona high school sports fan or if you're a transplanted fan somewhere else in the world, have we got a show for you. The first Internet sports radio talk show focusing solely on high school sports is The Coach's Corner with Scott Lovely. Tune in to talk about your favorite teams, players, or coaches. It's 100% Arizona high school sports coverage and a little bit more. Tune in Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 7 p.m. Eastern to the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports ah welcome back welcome back to the kwame lasser and sometimes rich sports show thank you all for listening to us hanging out with us for the for our hour, Ray, we need more than an hour, Ray, since I got you on the phone. But I'm going to jump on that right now. Okay? <laughs> I ain't going right, to jump man. on that right now. Okay. I'll see what I can do about that, Coach. Uh, from what I'm hearing, we have a call on the line. His name is Frank Wheaton. He's a member of the OOAF. Um, he is the golf tournament that Kwame had talked to us about last week. Um, it's something that uh, we're going to discuss in a couple seconds here. Um, but right now, me and Ray want to finish talking about this topic we were talking about a second ago, about why can why the feel-good stories don't get as much media attention or as um, as much spotlight as all the negative stories, and not just the NFL, but Major League Baseball and all Major League sports in general. And Ray, being an ex-NFL athlete, playing for the Philadelphia Eagles um, and on the Dick Vermeil back in the day when, you know, Philly was uh, – was a doormat of the NFC East. Just joking. Um, from now to now, is there is still a big disparity in, in that, Ray? Well, here's the problem. Uh, the problem is that there's so much media out there. I mean, we, we are a part of the new media that's out here. You know, the Internet has just... You know, it's just skyrocketed to the point where you have so many, you know, points of presence for media. 
And so whenever something happens, it's all over the place. And I'm just asking as to why the majority of people that do report on various issues are not willing, just like you're about to talk about the golf tournament. That's something positive. When, when athletes and entertainers are involved in these things that are very you know, positive for society, I don't understand why it doesn't get enough uh, publicity that the media feels as if that's not what people want to hear. You know, Sandra Bullock, you know, you hear just as much, uh, you know, you don't hear as much about, you know, her winning that Oscar, you know, for her role in The Blind Side. You know, after a couple weeks, the story was about, you know, her husband and the bad things that he was doing. It just overshadowed. I mean, it just blew away the fact that that was such a great movie and, and it was it was so positive. And that young man is playing in the National Football League today. And so I, I just feel as if, if you if you want athletes to be role models, th- show them the benefit of being a role model because there is benefit to it. But you don't want to, you know, make them media superstars, you know, when they're doing something positive. But you sure want to make them poster children when they do something negative. And I just think that's just that's counterproductive to me. It's like oil and vinegar, oil and water, you know, it's like, wow, that doesn't mix, it doesn't seem like you're, you're sending me one message, but then you're treating me differently. Even the National Football League, as I said, it owns the NFL network. Right now, they're going to control this whole situation about Ben and, and what his punishment is going to be, and you'll find out about it on the NFL network. Now, they control that media, but because they don't want the story out now, they're not going to put it out now because they have right. a draft that's coming up. So that manipulation of the media on their part, again, why? You know, if it's, if it's newsworthy and it's, and it's a big story, put it out there. But, but see, again, you're doing it the way you want to do it and when you want to do it. And I'm just asking those people in the media to focus more on positive things that, because there's a whole lot more uh, young men and women out here that are doing positive things than those that are doing negative. Right. And the thing, before we go into it, we gotta do, do have a call online. Um, right before I jump into that caller, I do want to say that, you know, it's, it's, it's a shame that society would rather hear negative information, negative stuff on a daily basis, minute by minute basis, then they hear positive stuff. And then they always want to give their two cents about this person and that person, but yet they don't realize that this person and that person may have got caught up in one, one thing here, one thing there, but all the positive thing that person has done in, throughout their career or you know, their home life or whatever the situation may be, and they get caught up one time, you can't think negative of that person because of the one mistake that they made. Because we're all human. We all make mistakes. We make mistakes on a daily basis. That's right. And, and, and that's my problem. You, you said it right there in a nutshell. I can do one bad thing and it would just eliminate all the good things I did. And first of all, you may not even know about the good things that a person did. Correct. Correct. Well, thank you, Ray, for bringing that up. I appreciate that. Um, first thing is first. Last week we was on the air and Kwame was talking about a golf tournament up in um, Northern California. Um, for called, It's called the um, On One Accord to bring future foundation communities, organizations, and corporations, and suppliers to build a coalition of hope. Um, this is a mission statement that I'm reading to you guys. On the phone right now, I think I have Mr. Frank Whedon. Mr. Whedon, you're on. I am Mr. on the phone. Hey, Good Mr. morning. How you doing? Pretty well, thank you. Frank thank you for having Whedon, me. Esquire, to be exact. That's correct. And uh, I'm looking over your bio here, Mr. Mr. Whedon. You was out here in D.C. with me for a little while, looks like. Uh, I was in Washington for quite a bit, Kwame, and uh, uh, this is Coach Brown. I'm sorry, this is Coach. Oh, Coach, I'm sorry. Forgive no, okay. me. I, I, I don't ever call me that name well again. on this end, <laughs> Mr. Whedon. Yes. Don't ever call me that name again. <laughs> 
Well, actually, I was ready to shower my accolades, kudos, and praises first. Should I okay. save them for Kwame, or should I view them no, the same? He, I, I just got He's online right now. You can talk to him all you want. Okay. Hey, Rich, you better watch your mouth, boy. Well, for what? Because I don't want to hear you. I don't want to be called you. <laughs> <laughs> Gentlemen, how's it going? Man? How's it going? Yeah, I'm going to jump off. This is the best hands they can have right now. You know, Kwame's here, so it's, it's, it's your show, gentlemen. Appreciate you, my man. Thank so, you. Mr. Wheaton. Yes, sir. Let us know about um, this uh, On One Accord Foundation and golf tournament that you're, that you're doing. Surely. Well, first of all, I wish I could take all the credit, but there's a wonderful group. Uh, basically with the name on one accord, that uh, are sponsoring a fabulous golf tournament uh, come this June 4th for the NFL alumni, of course, the uh, very famous and uh, uh, king of the interceptions, Kwame Lasseter, is uh, heading up uh, a wonderful uh, a uh, group of celebrity guests, a number of fabulous celebrity guests, including Fred Belitnikoff, Michael Bankton, Bankston, Frank Sanders, Marte Jenkins, uh, Bob Tate, Tim Brown, Larry Sinners, Guy McIntyre, Ray Mickens, Seth Joyner, uh, Golden Baseball League, uh, Junior Spivey, former decathlete Dan O'Brien, and PGA, PGA Golf Tour uh, expert Jeff Quinney. So there are a number of super mm -hmm. celebrities uh, who are coming out to benefit this great cause. And uh, I'd like to take a credit for that, but you know what, uh, Clarita... Carithia Horton, she's done, she's done a wonderful job of staying on the lines. Uh, the staff has done a great job. Uh, just, it, it's going to turn out well for the, to be a first-time event. Uh, it's moving along, but, we, you know, it, there's still room for anybody who wants to enter. And, uh, Rich, as we yeah, go on, I'm yeah, in the airport. As we go on, you give, uh, you know, you give the amount and the, uh, and the address on one accord, but there's still a number you can call also. So, yeah, the uh, number you can call folks is 949-858. 4413, or you can go on the website and check everything out at www.oneaccordfoundation.org. That's O-N-O-N-E-A-C-C-O-R-D-F-O-U-N-D-A-T-I-O-N.org. Check it can out. Can I correct Great. that number, uh, if you don't mind? No, the number again is 949-858-4413. Correct. Um, you can go online. Um, and purchase your tickets. There are a couple of spots left. If you want to um, do that, make sure you guys do it quick as, and soon as possible. I tell you, it's going to be a great event, man. It's out in Napa. Uh, they they are putting a great a great uh, show together. Also, that's going to be fun. And just think about it: you're getting away in June, and it's in Napa. So you're in a private golf Absolutely. course. Absolutely. Go it's check out. Go check out. All, all the guys. That's, everybody that's invited is a great group of guys. It's also, it's a lot of fun, and it's also helping a good, good cause too. Oh, definitely. Uh, and that's, that's something that, that me and Ray was just talking about. When I got, in, when I got um, ago. invited to be a part of it, I was more excited at the cause. Uh, uh, on one accord, they want to help, and they donate a lot. They donate some of the proceeds out to uh, different foundations where it's needed, uh, and uh, and I think it's a great job. And that's you start off with it being um, wanting to help others, and and what she's doing, what we're doing on one accord, I think is excellent. Would you mind if I inserted just a couple of the events that are taking place during the tournament? Okay. Not at all. Just go ahead. Yeah, real briefly, 
uh, everybody's going to arrive on June 3rd, and there'll be a champagne welcome reception from 6 to 9 p.m., and then, of course, on the 4th, which is the day of the tournament, we'll wake up to breakfast and, you know, complete the registration with a continental champagne breakfast, and then we'll have a warm-up celebrity golf clinic, and the clinic will be earlier that morning before the shotgun uh, uh, tournament begins, and that'll begin at 9 a.m. It'll be a scramble format, uh, shotgun, best ball, so it, you know, in case you have a little, uh, 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 in, in case you're a little shankalicious, or you shank one or two, your teammate can, can help you win uh, through the best ball competition. Group photos, an honorary presentation with NFL alum, Freddie uh, Belitnikoff, one of the greatest uh, Oakland Raiders of all time. And then that evening, a sunset barbecue with trophy presentation, souvenir journal. And then, of course, we'll uh, cap it all off with a, a private concert by smooth jazz artist Michael Lington. So it should be fantastic and going for great causes, benefiting a number of great organizations like the Phoenix Children's Hospital, Sonoma Valley Hospital, American Diabetes Association, Pathway Home for Veterans, and One Miracle Celebration of Life Foundation. So it's going to be a great event for a great cause with great celebrities, a good time at one of the finest country clubs in Napa Valley, but of course uh, in this country as well. The Silverado Country Club, which is located up in Napa Valley, and it's on June 4th. But get your registration early, just like Coach and Kwame indicated. Uh, deadline is April 30th. We've got a few good slots left. It's affordable, and it's going to be a great event. Well, we, we're about to walk and go into break real quick, Mr. Wheaton Hall on the line, come back with some more thoughts. Kwame, you can do whatever you want sure. to do. If you hang up, we'd be more happy. We've got Frank on the line, so we come back. We finally, I'm sorry, we got Ken on the line from ATL. When we finally come back, he'll join us. Uh, we'll see you guys on the backside of this break. Okay. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Are you ready to go green? You've asked and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. 
It's all Arizona, all over the world. If you're a local Arizona high school sports fan or if you're a transplanted fan somewhere else in the world, have we got a show for you. The first Internet sports radio talk show focusing solely on high school sports is The Coach's Corner with Scott Lovely. Tune in to talk about your favorite teams, players, or coaches. It's 100% Arizona high school sports coverage and a little bit more. Tune in Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern to the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Welcome back to the Kwame Lawson and Sometimes Rich Sports Show with my main man from ATL Kid. What's going on, man? Hey, what's up, fellas? Sorry, my chart is there, but uh, like always, happy to be on the show this morning. We're glad to have you. Kwame's online, too. We don't know where he's going, what he's doing, but he's online. So we got to add him. We got Mr. Frank Whedon, Esquire, online. Good morning, guys. Good to hear your voices again. Talking about the One Accord Foundation, uh, the golf tournament that's going to be on June 4th in the Napa Valley. Um, to help out kids, and it's going to be a lot of a lot of NFL veterans going to be there. Um, it's going to be a fun time. Kwame's going to be there. You know, from looking over this guest list here, it's going to be crazy. You know, Tim Brown, Junior Seau, Larry Centers, Guy McIntyre, you know, Dan O'Brien, Kwame Lasseter, Seth Joyner, Junior Spivey, Frank Sanders, Marte Dinko, Michael Bankston, Robert Tate. You know, they have a couple other people pending. It looks like. But, you know, absolutely. If I might add one more time, we're going to have a great tribute to a great football veteran, former Oakland Raider, Freddie Belitnikoff. We're going to honor him in a grand way, and of course, with the help of uh, all of our friends uh, in the NFL uh, and certainly uh, some of the former pros uh, who know how to do it in a grand way, we're going to make Freddie feel like the champion he always was and continues to be. So I thank you so much for helping us pump up this June 4th event at the uh, Silverado Country Club up in Napa Valley. You can't do much better than that. If you're a connoisseur of fine wines, that's the place to be. Everything is going to be happening there on June 4th. You can register well in advance, but of course, the, everybody's coming in on the 3rd for the uh, champagne uh, welcome reception uh, that evening of the 3rd, and then the shotgun blast on June 4th with all of your favorite NFL celebrities and uh, former players. So it'll be a lot of gifts, a lot of prizes, all for great, for great cause and some great charitable foundations. So we appreciate all of the help that you're giving us by shouting this out. Thank you. Oh, no problem. We're going to shout out every week. We definitely going to shout out every week to help you guys out. As I'm sitting here listening to Mr. Frank Wheaton, Esquire, I'm looking over this mission statement from the One Accord Foundation, and I'm, I'm going to read it real quick. I don't think anybody has a problem with that. It's a, the, the vision part of it, let everybody who's listening know uh, the, the model that, that the One Accord Foundation is, is, is shooting for and trying to help our kids. It says, to become a platform, an avenue for change and hope, a model for philanthropy that will make the difference in the quality of one child's life. Our vision to serve as a catalyst in the formation of a burgeoning consensus, bringing about the coalition 
of hope so that children of our world and society will have the opportunity to pursue and enjoy optimal health in body, mind, and spirit, a priceless and timeless gift of life. That right there, the vision of that, you know, should just make send people into give them hives, making them want to um, do things the right way. And that's why we're benefiting such wonderful children's foundations like the Phoenix Children's Hospital, Sonoma Valley Hospital, the American Diabetes Association Pathway Home for Veterans, and One Miracle Celebration of Life Foundation. And just as you stated earlier, you can find out everything you need to know about the tournament at, at www.ononeaccordfoundation.org, and the office number is 949 949- Eight five eight four four one three. That's nine four nine eight five eight four four one three. We certainly appreciate your generosity of time and thank you for allowing us to share this with so many. And no, and also this all this information too, folks, will be on the Kwame Lasseter Sports dot com website. I think you can always log on there and, and check it out. And also we'll be on our Facebook page. I hope your Facebook fans you got us a, a fan on our Facebook page at Kwame Lasseter Sports and sometimes Rich. Um, so check all this information out. Um, if you guys can, can get to Napa Valley for a mini vacation, come help out and hang out with some of the your NFL. I know for me, growing up um, in the 80s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, maybe 70s, 80s, a lot of these people on this guest list, Mr. Wheaton, you know, I was at the, able to watch play like Mr. Fred Blitnikoff. Sure. Um, I was no able doubt. to meet and hang out with Larry Sanders, Sayal, Seth Joyner, some of these other guys watching them play. And, you know, so me, for me being able to come to this golf tournament and play in this golf tournament, for me, would be a lot of fun. Well, play with we, are here. Honored, so. we are honored to have your presence. You are great in and of yourself. And certainly for you to honor and respect uh, the former ball players who paved the way for you says a lot about your character and a lot about who you are. And all of you who are joining in this effort, likewise, I commend you. Fortunately, I'm old enough to have seen Freddie Bolitnikoff play, and uh, still, you know, as one of my uh, colleagues, as one of my uh, uh, certainly uh, uh, mentors, we're, we're, we're watching uh, how a football was properly caught, even in my playing days, uh, he was a champion and certainly one that we looked up to. So, you know, in honoring Freddie Bolitnikoff and all the guys who are coming out who played the game, played team sports, and know what it's all about, the love a human being who happened to be your teammate, you know, some many years ago, is what it's really all about. Honestly, okay. Thank you for that information, Mr. Wheaton. Really appreciate that. Thank you all for having me. No problem, sir. Thank you for calling in. You're more than welcome to call in any time and give us any input you want to give us. And every week, you you know, we're going to make sure we get this out to everybody that watches and listens to our show. Remember, we're also on iTunes, so you got to subscribe to our podcast also. On iTunes, Quantum Lasseter Sports Show. Um, hey, Ken, you still there? I'm here. So, uh, question for yeah. you. You're down there with Ben and all the trouble that was going on down there with Ben and San Antonio Holmes in the state of Georgia. Uh-huh. The state of Georgia is not good for athletes. They need to leave. <laughs> um, so what's going on down there now? Um, well, like I said, we're just coming out of the Big Ben situation. Uh, believe it or not, uh, the word um, – on the streets is really that they don't want Ben here no more really in the clubs, bopping around in the college towns and stuff like that. Uh, I know that a couple other local 
colleges like uh, we've got West Georgia, Georgia State. Um, I know I read some, uh, uh, some interviews in there that uh, some schools are going to be very conscious of athletes that do. And I didn't know it was this common that athletes do come into Atlanta. And, you know, Atlanta is a huge college town, especially for uh, uh, black heritage colleges, uh, that they come around. They like to hang out, go to the clubs where these girls do hang out at. And I think they're going to be more aggressive looking for these, uh, these guys to make sure that they, you know, kind of a, you know, stand back. Uh, standpoints uh, with athletes oh. in college towns. So I, th- I think oh. there's going to be a huge implication that's going to affect not just Atlanta, but uh, around a lot of college towns around the entire country when it comes to the NFL versus college. So now they're, they're uh, what that word I'm looking for, what they do with um, young men when they're in certain areas, certain cars, certain stuff. Profiling athletes now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, so I think go, we're going to see a lot, of, to, oh, a lot of that come around. All the girls stay in the house. Well, you know what? <laughs> Let me tell you, you know what? It's not the uh, right publicity for it anyway. Anytime you um, you have a situation like that, and you bring a guy like Roethlisberger in there, who's already have a case pending, and then you have a, a underage uh, girl who's been served alcohol at a bar. Mm-hmm. That's not the right publicity for your club. You can get shut mm-hmm. down. Your business shut down also in the process mm-hmm. of him going through all this negative trial. Mm-hmm. Right. So Ken, what's going on with the club? Is the club been shut down? Did they get fined for serving underage women? You know, what's going funny on you should that? say that. Uh, D.A. Uh, down there, uh, they're, <laughs> they're clowning this guy every day on the radio. They call him Buford T. Justice. <laughs> they, do, they do a little Buford T. Justice impersonation of him every day on the radio. But they are looking at uh, into uh, uh, the underage uh, drinking uh, a fine against the club. Uh, that's about the only thing you can really do. Uh, this, this is where their first offense, where they did get caught with an underage uh, drinker in the club uh, with a fake ID. So they're just going to get a little slap on the hand. But as far as the club shutting down, it's not going to happen. Will it okay. stop other uh, underage drinkers with fake IDs to get in? Seriously doubt it. Um, so pretty much just a little slap on the, uh, so on the hand. You've got to go look, look at Ben Roethlisberger. He lives 30 minutes from this school out in the middle of nowhere. Um, you know, will he be – uh, selling his house and moving, you know, to get out of that area, or you know, he's not going to have anywhere else to go. That's another thing you got to look at as well. Well, I didn't I want him when he came out of college out of high school. He had to go. Then he went to um, uh, Miami of Ohio, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they didn't want him then. Yeah, uh, well, Ben's from Ohio, so why he's down in Milledgeville, uh, right. living thirty minutes away from Milledgeville in the middle of nowhere, beats me. Right. Who paid forty acres and paid nothing for it? You know, I guess my question is: Does this girl get in trouble for having a? False, uh, fake like ID? Not at all. I, I mean, not at all. It's not, you, you it's not her fault. It's not her fault. You get in trouble for that. Yeah. Well, all they do is um, take the ID from her, and yeah. probably next time, like the same as uh, the, the club itself, you get a uh, reprimanded, smack on the wrist, and uh, you get out of there. Next time that happens, though, it's, it's, the punishment could be severe. Yeah. But I don't think they really want to take it that far. You know, she. I mean, if you do give her, you know, a fine or whatever, if they do decide to do that later. Um, you know, memory, you know, well, see, probably, she got enough money now from Ben that she can afford that. I guess I'm yeah. trying to be dealt with an advocate here, guys, <laughs> and saying that, you know, everybody's saying it's Ben's, Ben's, it's Ben's fault, it's Ben's fault, it's Ben's fault. But, yeah, okay, but when do the these females take um, accountability of their own actions? I can agree with you on that. You, and that's something that no yeah. one talks about. It's Ben's fault. Ben's fault. Ben shouldn't have been uh-huh. there. Ben's an athlete. Uh, I he shouldn't have been there. Yada, 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 yada. I hear you loud and clear, Coach. Huh? I said, I hear you loud and clear. Well, when does it, uh, I mean, it depends on who that 
person that's, is, how they were like, raised. That's, that's, yeah. I mean, you, you're taught to be successful. If that's the way to be successful, so let me let me go. Let me take it uh, even drastic. Uh, how do you? Uh, I mean, you get to a point where you selling yourself, or you do some uh, unethical things like like that to make money. But you were taught to, you know, come up and um, you know, make profit, take care of yourself, let or let others do it. She mm-hmm. found a way to do it. She's this is America, land of opportunity. Mm-hmm. She found a way to do it. You can mm-hmm. sue for anything. Yeah, but you know what? You can't really say that she went in there looking for that. You know, I mean, it, she probably no, was telling the truth when she said, "Hey, I went into the bathroom. He came at me with his pants down, and she did tell him no." But what I got to look at when I'm agreeing with Rich is, is how do you go go at 20 years old, go to a club and get that sloppy drunk to the point you don't know what's going on with you? That's, not That's very thing. unladylike. Nobody goes to the club with sloppy drunk for the first time without people around them to take care of them. Maybe it was her first time drinking. Maybe it was her birthday before she turned 21. Um, but, you know, that, that couldn't have been her first time, did it? It was just mm-hmm. being uh, Roethlisberger presenting mm-hmm. an opportunity for her. And she she was her first time at the rodeo. Yeah. But that's, that's, that's uh, just my opinion. We're going to walk going to break, guys. Come back. Uh, I'm going to do my sexy voice. <laughs> See y'all in two minutes. Go back to this break. Gaylord Fokker. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports joe cribs no average joe is here for you the fan to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports we'll discuss not only the headliners but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today it's a forum for the sports fan hosted by joe cribs a three-time pro bowler with the buffalo bills joe is a 10-year pro football veteran a former southeastern conference most valuable player and a member of the alabama sports hall of fame discuss the topics with joe cribs no average joe mondays at noon eastern 9 a.m pacific on the voice america sports network Do you feel the need for speed? Whatever your addiction, NASCAR, IndyCar, NHRA, Formula One, Grand Am, or even Lambo racing, Pit Pass USA has got you covered. Larry Henry here, the host of Pit Pass USA. I put my 30-plus years of being a motorsports broadcaster around the world to work each week to bring you not only the best guests, but also the most interesting guests in racing, while also never forgetting the local weekend warriors. Pit Pass USA with Larry Henry, your front row seat to the world of racing. Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Power Up Channel. Be there or get a DNF. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Beauty. It's a fly ball, deep right field. Back goes O'Neal. He's got it. 
school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports arms well y'all know the time of the show i'm not gonna do the sexy voice because i think it's whack we lost some viewers right now. I, I can tell you, we, we lost some listeners. We lost a lot of listeners. We ain't lose was, no listeners. Nobody really want to hear that sexy voice junk you be putting on on a weekly basis. Man, hush. Man, if, you, if you want to hear What's sexy up, voice, call it What's going on? Three, four, six, nine, one, four, four, and I will hit my sexy voice for you. Told you be sexy voice. You want to hear it? Here it is. That's okay. I don't want to show nobody. Let's talk about NFL draft, fellas. I'm here. NFL draft is at seven thirty on Thursday. What's your mindset on that, Kwame? Where's Why what? do you think he moved it to prime time on Thursday night, the first round? First round. The draft is. Yeah. Well, you know what? The draft in itself, starting with the uh, selection, is all about money. They generate so much money from this uh, this business, man. Uh, and that's what it's about. Put it on prime time. Put it where everybody can view it on a you know, put it on the right channel, right station, right time, so they can view it. My thing with the draft is I want to know what the Arizona Cardinals are going to do with that number 26 pick in the first round. Uh, there's a lot of great players in this draft, so I would like to see them, uh, you know, with, with the Super Bowl being in Dallas this year, I'd like to see them take a step towards Dallas. And they, they can do that with that draft, having the first round. I remember, I remember the days when the Arizona Cardinals used to have the, one of the top eight picks all the time because the season wasn't um, good the previous year. But now they, these guys are moving in the right direction. Everybody gets the first round. They got one in 26. I'd like to see them get a linebacker to help with this new 3-4 defense or a down lineman if they need a pass rush. Mm-hmm. And I think that'll solidify, or not solidify, but I think these move these guys in the right direction of getting some pressure on that defense and that ball get out a little more. Adrian and a, a bunch of these new guys can uh, uh, get a lot of turn, get more turnovers. So you guys are losing Dansby. So who do you see projected at that pick that you think the Cardinals should target? You know, you know what? I, I, mean, I keep in mind is uh, Penn State has a linebacker. His last name is Lee. Uh, you guys probably in front of the computer can look it up. But I think he fits into it. I think he's already pro-ready. I think he's been coached by some of the best guys in the, uh, on the collegiate level that can get you ready. You know how the collegiate coaches do uh, as far as some of them have coaching the pros and went down to the college level. I think he's pro-ready out of that 3-4 defense. And, uh, well, they, and I think that would be a great pick at the number 26 uh, to have that defense out. Some people have Sean Witherspoon from Missouri going to Arizona. Yeah. Well, and, you know, these guys have taken visits up here because you don't want to leave anything to chance. Uh, like I said, there's a lot of top uh, guys in this first round. It's 32, uh, 32 picks in the first round, but mm-hmm. I believe easily 45 of those guys can be that pick. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be the the year of the defensive end, defensive tackle, uh, and maybe a, a converted line, outside linebacker, defensive end draft. For years, we've had an all quarterback, all running back, all receiver. But this year is going to be very, very, very focused on defense and tackles, linebackers. I wish they had the money to get a Hainsworth. Hainsworth, who don't want to play in a three four defense, or or he doesn't want to be that nose tackle, which is the most part, uh, intricate part of that defense, and he doesn't want to play in it. But I wish, uh, you know, the Connors can get him because they're 3-4. I talked to the, uh, the defensive coordinator last year, and he said the only difference is the guy have his hands six inches from the ground. 
so he will have a, a defensive scheme where it's a three four, but he still may have four linebackers. And it's, and it's a great disguise because you got to have that guy who can come off, who can create sacks, who can create double team, and that's and that and that plays well. But you can you was alluding to a little bit. You got to have some good linebackers if that's going to be the case. Well, I I sit here and I look at this at this draft and I'm like, you know, I'm talking about let's talk about Hanzo for one second. You know, my thing is that. You know, to be, I guess, for me, to be in a 3-4 defense, you got to be a beast at nose. And maybe, I personally think that maybe Hainsworth can pay too much money. He doesn't want to He doesn't want to put that kind of effort in on a, on a play-by-play basis in the National Football League to be that, that nose guard. Mm-hmm. And because, this is you know, a good opportunity for the Washington Redskins to, uh, you know, not really uh, rid themselves, but I think this is a good opportunity for the Redskins to get into the draft here and get up into uh, maybe think, a top uh, 15 no pick where they can no trade Hainsworth for that pick and still pick up a, a somebody well, that can fit that team. Because I think he's making $32 million. Somebody's going to have to pick up $16 million of that. Nobody wants to do that. Back. Snyder got it. The Raiders. Snyder got it. He's just going to have to eat it. Oh, yeah. That, I know. Okay, I'm with you. That's a great chess move or, mm-hmm. or a great uh, strategic move, I should say, mm-hmm. if you can get rid of that guy and get some players in. And yeah, you will play the, the, the 3-4. I mean, you got people, you know, like uh, uh, the dude uh, Pierre from South Florida, his teammate on the other side, Selvy. Oh, yeah. Uh, right. You got Kendall out of Texas, uh, Morgan coming out of uh, Georgia Tech. There are some great defensive and defensive tackles in this draft that's still going to be available all the way down uh, practically almost down to the 32nd pick that's going to be available. And, and that's why the reason I said uh, by the time you get to the 45th pick in the second round, you will get a first round out of this guy. Exactly. Well, y'all got to realize something, too. The Saints, you know, the Saints just signed Alex Smith from Chicago when Chicago released Alex. Mm-hmm. So that they just bolstered their defense. Mm-hmm. And they're still looking at a defensive end, uh, outside linebacker, linebacker like. converter, maybe like a, a Sergio Kendo out of Texas, who's a senior, has outstanding pass, uh, rushing skills, and uh, sure. good speed on the, against the, uh, the the rush. Uh, that's somebody right there that I really think they're going to target that you can find in the draft. Well, that low at thirty second pick on Serge. I think the the Pagers will pick up Sergio before that or at the twenty second pick because mm-hmm. they don't have they don't have Adele Thomas and they don't have Derek Burgess. Is Al Thomas? They trying to get rid of him because yeah, I know anytime you go to the Super Bowl, you want to you want to find you want to be competitive to that following year. You want to it's just like running for president. You want to be president after your first term. You will get to the Super Bowl. You want to get back to that Super Bowl uh, that following year because you just make a little a few more moves here and there. If you have to get rid of some guys through free agency or contract disputes and stuff like that, you bring guys in who fit that team. And we looked at the New Orleans Saints and thought. They have a chance, but they couldn't finish games. But, well, they got to the Super Bowl and they finished the game off. Mm-hmm. So you want to get back to that. And, and Coach, you mentioned uh, Thomas may be gone, but they have to fix that left side of the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, they definitely have to fix the left side. Well, they have to fix you – know, mm-hmm. every team, unfortunately, every team in the National Football League right now has needs that are, that are, needs that are standing out, that are mm-hmm. blatantly. That would, you need to get this. If you don't get this, you better – Look for it in, in free agency. If you don't get a free agency, you're going to be pretty much out of it next season. Mm-hmm. And you just remember, this, 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 just because this is going to be a defensive first-round draft, there's going to be some great offensive tackles that will be available in the second round that can step in immediately and start. Yeah, but you have the first, the first three of the first ten picks are offensive linemen. Well, you know, you're going to have uh, Okun out of, out of Oklahoma, uh, uh, you know, hey, Oklahoma we, State. We, you know, those guys are just the cream of the crop. But there are some guys who can step in and start that will be available in the second round. Because after, the, after the first 
three offensive linemen taken probably within the first 10 or 12 well, you, picks. Everything well, after that is going to be defensive linemen and backs and, and linebackers and ends. I got one minute till close, fellas. Wrap it up. You talk yeah, about the offensive so, line. Where you on your way to? Go ahead, Coach. You got one minute till close. Okay, yeah, we were talking about offensive line, but do you uh, see – uh, you got to have somebody protect this quarterback, and uh, what Saint, uh, the St. Louis Rams are trying to do. Uh, do you see that as a great pick for the St. Louis Rams, who's a team that's rebuilding, or do you build from defense, or you build from a quarterback? You got to go with the best available pick at that time. I mean, if you're not going to take Bradford, well, trade it well, and get uh, and Dominic Sue. Is that Sue? Is that still get a quality quarterback for your franchise? I agree because there's five quarterbacks in the draft that you can, uh, if you've got some time, that right. they're, they're paying out for you. Uh-huh. Right. All right, normally, fellas, hey, hey, guys, thank you for um, calling in on my show today. I appreciate it. <laughs> sometimes uh, Rich Show. I had a lot, yeah, as a Sometimes Rich Show today. Sometimes lived up to his name today. I appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, Ken, we got anything going on this weekend down at ATL? Uh, this, just, just getting ready to get ready for this draft. We can recap on Tuesday. Okay, hey, yeah, since we didn't get to talk with Draft all the way, you might want to go to the uh, post some stuff on the fan page. And I, I would ask Rich, but he won't do it. He gotta... Nah, I, I got you. Okay. Thank you for posting on the fan page, Kent. We really appreciate that. <laughs> Kwame, we really appreciate you calling in from the airport on your way to Maui. Yeah, hey, some guys, uh, you know, my golf game is good like that. You can go to Maui. Is that a tournament, Kwame? What is it? Yeah, it's Super Bowl of golf. Uh, you know, we have every year. This year just happened to be in Maui. I went to it last year, which was in uh, down in Florida. But that's a golf tournament. Oh, we also have we also have in the not meeting. It's been great. Thank y'all for calling in. God bless. Good night. All right, guys. Take care, guys. Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america sports channel for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest please visit voiceamericasports.com the voice america talk radio network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio visit voiceamerica.com the views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by voice america talk radio network its staff and management